Hi everyone, this is Thea Sanders, CEO and founder of Naya Beauty. Welcome back to Naya Unfiltered, where I get to interview interesting people and get their take on all things beauty. You know, lately I've been wondering about influencers and how they decide what to share and what to keep private. Join me in my conversation with Isabel Tan, a lifestyle and beauty influencer, where she shares the process in which she decides what to share to the general public and what to keep to herself. Hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Isabel. I'm a content creator based in New York City, and today I am here um, to talk to you guys about, you know, a few things beauty related with the Naya Beauty app. My name is Thea. I'm the founder of Naya Beauty app, and it's a new app that's coming out on Apple stores and Google Play for women to meet up with other um, makeup professionals so they can get one-on-one advice and tutorials for skincare. Um, makeup, and then we're also going to be introducing hair. So I am doing an interview today with Isabel Tan um, that you can find on Instagram, and her handle is at Pretty Frowns, and she has a beautiful feed with fashion <laughs> um, and fitness. I've been watching your videos, and I've been really with your workout videos, which seems amazing that you're out there like. Um, out on the lawn, doing workouts, and then also now you're back in the gyms. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to share uh, my experience about beauty and how I've been handling the pandemic. (laughs) Okay, so tell me, um, can you just give us a little short intro about yourself? Okay, so I'm a New York City-based content creator, but I'm originally uh, from Singapore, and I've been, uh, I would say in the past, I've been more of a lifestyle fashion creator, but 2020, like, I've really, you know, spent a lot of time exploring different makeup looks, skincare, and now that I feel like we can't really go out and do facials and stuff, I think I've really, like, you know done a lot of reading and research on how I can achieve all that stuff at home. So this is very exciting for me. So tell me, what is your definition of beauty? My definition of beauty is being healthy. Because, you know, as we've talked about, like, uh, when I saw you this morning, I said, wow, you, you have this really nice glow going on and I think that it really comes down to um, the stuff you eat if you're exercising if you're drinking enough water skincare and I always think that makeup is to enhance whatever you you know features you already have and it's a creative outlet but I'd say it comes down to being healthy and feeling good oh I love that I love it it's like you know you're right it's more about the confidence in within and just trying to, you know, accentuate those features of yourself that you love, right? And even if they're yeah. flaws, right? If it's like freckles, I mean, I love it that before people used to hide freckles and now people are trying to put faux freckles on their face. <laughs> yeah, I actually had a little video tutorial on that. It was one of the first reels I posted. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, everyone wanted to get those natural freckle look because it's hard when you're dotting them on. So there was this brand that sent me like a brush where you can dip it in the product and you kind of just flick it with like a toothpick. 
and it kind of just splatters into your face naturally. Yeah. It's not just uniform when you're dealing with like freckles. Exactly. Yeah. Kisses from the sun, right? (laughs) So tell me, what does feeling beautiful mean to you? When, what, you know, when are you, when do you feel like the most beautiful? I think I feel the most beautiful um, when I am in a great state of mind. I feel like that's underrated. Like, because, you know, in the past, I used to think, oh, wearing a a nice outfit, like using a new lipstick, it, it, you know, makes me feel good. But I think that adds to the state of mind. Like, it it gives you a confident boost. But also, um, yeah, I think how I feel about myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I mean, I was um, going through your past stories and you were talking about going to see your therapist and like, you know, working through issues. And so I guess it's like, it's really kind of balancing yourself, right? It's not just the outside, but it's also the inside, making sure that you kind of check yourself and like where your mind is at. So I guess, you know, it all leads back to like confidence and empowerment, right? And I guess if you have you've empowered yourself in your mind of like knowing yourself, you know, that kind of um, accentuates beauty also to me, it does. So that you really know yourself and, and you feel confident. I think that's, to me, that's what it means um, to feel the most. So, you know, I've checked out your platform and, and also your, um, your blog and you have some great advice that you're giving to women. How did you get into that? I used to be really afraid of sharing too much about myself, even though so much of my life is public, but it just got to a point, you know, when the lockdown happened and it didn't make sense to be showing the, just the glamorous side of things, because I think everyone got hit with, I don't know, uh, (laughs) I was very confused. Everyone, I don't think you know, I think everyone kind of went through a phase where you're like, what, what am I doing? You know, like, what am I doing at home? Like everyone felt lost. So I didn't want to show an unrealistic idea of how I was coping it, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I, I didn't want to make people feel bad because I think sometimes we look at what people are doing in the past and we, we tend to compare ourselves and feel like, why am I not doing that? And um, I just wanted to be very aware of not doing that. So I started sharing more and um, people started responding very well to it. And like, I just felt more connected to my community than ever. And it just kept making me want to read more, listen to more podcasts and just share a little bit more on that. Well, so while you were sharing and we're talking about the pandemic and being in a quarantine, is there anything about yourself that surprised you? I am very surprised at how good I am at being alone (laughs) (laughs) because I live alone. You know, Um, a lot of people have moved out of Manhattan and at one point I was like, should I leave? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone left and, but I think I've learned to really enjoy my own company. Oh, really? And yeah, I know, which is something I think everyone should. I think this, this, the, the lockdown forced me to learn to do that. But yeah, I've discovered like different sides of myself that I never knew. 
Well, I guess it's like, you know, when a person, when they say that they're alone, I feel okay being alone and then truly being alone, right? Like you're isolated because you can be alone, like living in your own apartment and just being by yourself. But then when you leave your house, you're amongst so many people, right? But during the quarantine, you couldn't even be around people. So you're truly alone. Yeah, truly. Because I would sometimes, you know, um, do my grocery run and I like take a, the bike and ride down Soho and there was no, <laughs> it was so strange. Yeah. And I think in the beginning, I would, you know, feel the need to FaceTime someone uh, throughout the day and like make my day really full. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where I was like, you know what, I'm going to wake up and just have a cup of tea and put on a face mask. And I'm okay with that. Like just learning to sit by yourself and be okay with that. I think that that took me months to get to that point. So you left Singapore, you're from originally you're from Singapore and you moved to New York City. So what attracted you to New York City? What brought you there? I feel like <laughs> everyone can move here for the same reason. There's so much culture, there's so much room for creativity and growth. And I think the main thing was that um, I felt like this was a city I could learn from. Okay. And not just with Korea, but with life. Mm -hmm. And um, I think since I've moved here, a lot more doors has opened for me. Um, And yeah, like every project I work on, I feel like I'm learning so much as a person and it's super exciting for me. With the quarantine and the shutdown, did you discover new things about New York or did you rediscover New York or fall more deeply in love with New York since you said people were leaving? Yeah, I I think I'm very lucky that my family and friends are all very healthy and I don't want to like romanticize the pandemic, you know, because I, I do know that, you know, there are people who are very extremely affected by it. So um I want to say that because I don't want to like come off as insensitive, but I think, you know, the little piece of nature we have, like I would take the bike and go down to Central Park and just kind of sit there and really take time and just take in everything that's around me. Because I think before there are all these things that were there, but we didn't really make time for, like I'd be, you know, waking up meetings at nine and then rush to another one at 11 and then grab a quick lunch and it would just be places to places but yeah like I also discovered a a pizza spot because New York is now open Mm -hmm. so I just discovered a pizza spot down the road that I never like tried (laughs) so it's just like the the little things yeah right I mean I've talked to some people and of course they they don't want to minimize you know um, the tragedy of the pandemic but there's also like a silver lining that they find. And it's like, they always start off with like, I don't want to say, you know, like, oh, that the pandemic was great for me, but it what it's not that it's great. It's bad for everyone in general. But for myself, I was able to learn something about myself that I didn't even know. Like one girl yeah. was saying like, I like to read. I never knew that I liked to read. I was just always so busy. And now um, I love reading. And then other people are saying, like, I am able to exercise. I'm in the best shape of my life. You know? 
Yeah. So it's like, I guess, what was, what would be your positive takeaway? Oh, it's such a cliche, but I start reading a lot more too. I start, like you said, I've been on this workout journey. I think before it was easy to just say that, um, oh, I'm I'm too busy to work out. (laughs) And now I, I, I can't, I don't have that excuse. And this is the first time I've worked out consistently for, I think, two and a half months. And I, I really feel the difference in my skin even. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like my body hasn't changed that much because I was, you know, I'd work out pretty consistently, but now it's like super consistent, but it's just like my skin and my sleep, just those, you know, those little things that you can really see a difference. Right. Yeah. Also, I guess before I had this one makeup look that I would always do because it was safe. You know, if I had one or two hours to get ready, I knew that would work. But um, I it got to a point where I was like, you know, I'm not going anywhere, but let me put on a makeup look I've never tried before okay. and just see, just see how it would look. And I've explored quite a few different colors and um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun playing with makeup. When you started the year 2020, did you set any intentions or New Year's resolutions or any goals for yourself? I thought that 2020 was going to be a really busy, like, it's about, it's going to be a year about hustling, about, you know, booking the campaigns and like killing it. And um, obviously a lot of things got put on hold because of that. But I think if I went down on my feet, 2019 and I look at what I what I the content I've been putting out now I think um I am able to connect people in such a more intimate way I'm able to you know work on just styling different outfits work on you know my knowledge on skincare and stuff like yes I might not have um you know, done all the jobs because things are just not happening, you know, like fashion week and all that stuff. But I think I've grown so much in a personal way that I never knew that I needed or wanted, I guess. Yeah. So now I'm excited for 2021 now that I have all these new skills. It's kind of cool because it's like, it's more about personal growth, right? And yeah. so with that personal growth, you're incorporating it into your feed and into your, your profile and, and you're showing it a little bit more to your um, followers. Um, is there something that you were afraid to show to your followers? Because I, I know that there's this, this um, influencer in San Francisco and she was saying that most of her food was like very neutral palette. And when she tried to like do like a pop of color, people were like giving her backlash, like, no, no, no. This is the reason why really? we like feed is because of your neutral palette. And why are you selling out and now adding like bright colors? And so she kind of felt like she was like in a cage that she had to, you know, satisfy her followers by keep on doing the same thing, even though she wanted to express herself differently. So was there a side of you before that you were kind of holding back on showing to your followers? I think I was afraid to show a side of me that wasn't perfect. I think we all feel that in a lot of ways, people, like we are just normal people, but because we have this platform, 
you know, whatever we say, whatever we show um, are being judged a lot more harshly. Um, so I started creating this series, a weekly vlog series. They're just one to two minutes long where I start talking more um, about my life. And it wasn't even really on a extremely intimate level, but it was just uh, people got to see more of my personality. Mm-hmm. And like, say, I've never done an interview this long, you know? Oh, really? And, yeah, because when, when you do your, when I mean, when I do my content um, or when I do interviews, it's usually extremely, you know, like it's edited, it's, it's cut, and it's uh, sometimes an editor would like help you rephrase things in a better way. So when I was talking on these vlogs, it was just very like how I would talk to a friend. And I think um, that has taught me that, like, I don't have to be afraid of showing myself. Is there anything that surprised your followers when you revealed something about yourself? I think they're surprised that I struggle with a lot of things that they do. I guess going back to that idea of perfection, right? Yeah, a simple thing like, uh, me gaining a few pounds, like for me to talk about it, it's like, yeah, I'll talk about it. But I, I didn't think like it's something that would help people. But for some reason, when I say it, they feel very comforted because they're like, oh, if Isabel's going it th- uh, through that too, like it means it's normal, which is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I guess I, they see these pictures and they look so perfect and so beautiful that you know, I guess people get the misconception that life is totally easy for you and nothing is a struggle and everything comes so easy and so flawless. But then when you reveal like, no, you're actually a real person, a real woman, it's like, wow, okay. So I'm not alone in this. Like she understands exactly what I'm going through, which is kind of cool. It connects you to your followers, right? Even more so, right? Yeah, the amount of messages I get, like I've gotten since um, I started doing that, is very—it's overwhelming. Because before people would be like, "Oh, you're so pretty. Oh, I I love that shirt." But now it's it's on a deeper level. Like I have all these women telling me, like, you know, I really love when you talk on your stories. I look forward to seeing it every day. It, it makes my day better. I don't know you, and I don't understand why, but just it's very comforting for me. And I think that makes my job so much, I don't know, it makes me look forward to it more every day. Well, especially (laughs) if you're getting that feedback, right? I mean, on a superficial level, like, yes, you are super beautiful, like your skin, everything looks flawless. But then I guess when you start revealing yourself inside and people really like that, it like, for me, it's more rewarding. It's like, oh, I really, you know, I dig what you're saying. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's almost validating, I guess, you know, that it's like they, yeah. they really like you. I was watching the David Letterman interview with Kim Kardashian. And for the longest time, people were saying that, um, you know, like th- they were famous for being famous or yeah whatever but she was saying that it's actually so much harder to do reality tv because she wasn't playing a role she's just herself they're all herself and it's harder to be liked for who you are i thought that was really interesting 
So then how do you balance um, being on display and having private time? Like, do you carve out some time for yourself, for you and your partner or your family? Um, since you're so on display and now you're starting to reveal a little bit more about yourself. That's something I've actually been asking myself because I was able to share so much because I wasn't really talking to anyone, but I have actually started, uh, I went on a few dates with this person that I'm just started seeing. And I've been wondering like how much of that I should share because there is this, like I've asked different people, they're like, I'm never going to share unless I'm engaged. I'm never going to share a partner, uh, you know, unless it's this long and that long. But I almost feel like I, that kind of sets an unrealistic expectations that when you date someone, it's just going to work out. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Right, because it's so public, because then when you you put it on blast, you're out there like that. And then if you guys break up, or yeah. Doesn't end well, but all of a sudden you're having to like wash your feet, right? Like wash, wash them out. Yeah. And like, okay. And then here comes a new person. It's almost like, you know, how they talk about parents, if they start dating, like, you know, divorce people, if they start dating and like, at what point you introduce them to your child <laughs> because then the children start getting attached to the other person. And then it's like, Oh, if it doesn't work out, then you have to like, you know, like, oh, explain yeah. what happened and take them out. But so it's like your feed and your followers are like your children. Like at what point I know you introduce your partner to them? Yes, yeah, so I'm trying to like, I want to be realistic about a dating, my dating journey, but I'm wondering how much I should share. I did say, oh, I ran on the first date. I ran on the second date. I like set these things, but I, I don't know. I must have, like, I don't have all the answers. <laughs> I think I'll do what feels right for me. But um, whenever I do feel overwhelmed, I would just say, hey, guys, I'm not going to be on my phone this weekend. So I will see you on Monday. And I just, I just do that. No, I think, you know what, it's about, it's about setting boundaries. Right. With all relationships in life and including my relationship with my audience. I think it's about that. So I like to ask this question, like, you know, you have been a blogger and you have your Instagram feed for um, several years. If Instagram was to disappear, mm -hmm. um, what career path do you think you would choose? That's a really hard question because I think in order to do what I've been doing, I've had to learn many different skills. So, um, if it, if it disappears, Tomorrow, I think I would probably like to go into something beauty related. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't give you the answer of what it is exactly, but I think that's the exciting part. <laughs> right? <laughs> cool because, you know, I think a normal audience uh, might, member might think that being a blogger or having your Instagram feed, it's just about taking pictures, but it's not about just about taking pictures. It's like deciding, you know, like what outfit you're going to be um, going to be showcasing, what time of day, like the photographer, the caption, everything, you know, you, you have, like you said, you have all these skills like writing photography, right? It's like yeah. setting an itinerary. Like basically it's almost like, um, like a fashion shoot for you, I would imagine. Because a lot of things oh, yeah. go along with it, doesn't it? For sure. And I think a, 
like the most important thing is to actually understand what the audience want to see and also have it aligned with what I want to show because you know sometimes you have to turn down things where you just know it's not going to work and I think branding is a huge thing to be able to understand your personal branding and where you want to take your brand I think that's an incredible skill to have that I'm trying to you know work on every every day so you talk about branding and where you want to take your brand like what are your goals for your own brand I want to learn and grow as much as I can doing what I'm doing now like I I don't know if I'm allowed to say this but uh, I am I think because of you know all the exploration I've done with beauty and makeup uh, this quarantine I've actually booked a job hosting a um you know like a beauty series with a brand yeah like it's it's on social media but I just thought like a year ago I never thought I'd be able to do something like that just because I've never explored that so that's what I mean when I say like I don't know but I just know that I'm a very curious person it's very eager to learn so I think with every door that open like what I want might change. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So thank you. I'm very excited about that. Well, you got to let us know when it starts so that we can promote it also. Thank you. We're filming in uh, November, actually on my birthday. Oh, what's your birthday? On the 19th. (laughs) Yeah, actually, Yanin's birthday is one day before mine. No wonder you guys are best friends. Yeah, we used to celebrate our birthdays together. The last two years we've been. Well, I asked her, she's from um, Thailand, so she's Thai. And I asked yeah. her, you know, do you incorporate your culture into your feed? So do you do you incorporate your culture? Um, it's hard because Singapore is such a new country. You know, it's in its 50s. It's very diverse. And I think... I often ask myself what it what it is to be Singaporean and what that means. And I think uh, for me, what I've discovered is that uh, I'm a bit of everything. Does that make sense? Yes. Very, I'm adaptable because, you know, I grew up with different people, like, you know, how many different languages? We all speak English, but I speak Mandarin. I have friends who speak Malay. I We have different dialects. So I think it's, being able to be empathetic and understanding of people in different cultures it's not really like like a certain type of food or a certain type of you know style I think it's more like people relationship there's a reason why you know we're able to live with so many different religions and culture and I think I I take that with me yeah I can I can totally understand I'm half Korean and half um, African-American and there's Native American in there and it's kind of like okay you know, I try to incorporate all of those things, you know, yeah. not just one identity, right? It's like all of these things. And I, I love how you said it's just adapting, you know, because you can adapt because you're exposed to so many different cultures in different yeah. languages that you can just adapt, kind of move in and out, yeah. right? All yeah, I think that's the most beautiful thing about coming from that kind of culture. Yeah. So yeah. on ending, can you tell me, where you can see yourself in 10 years and relating to oh. beauty, where, it is, where do you think beauty will be in 10 years? 
I think, okay, where beauty will be in 10 years, I feel like it's a lot of, like, do-it-yourself thing, you know? Like, with your app, you know, being able to just consult with someone online, because there really isn't a need to, like, go in and get stuff done anymore. Like, I started micro-needling myself. I started doing the LED therapy and all these things. It's like, you can do it yourself. And I think it's also hard to tell you know, where the pandemic is going to go. <laughs> right. Because there are so many jobs where people can actually work from home indefinitely now. Isn't that so, so weird? It's like, I know. So I think the- that you thought you'd have to go out and get and you're microneedling yourself. You can buy these masks. You can, it's like when they talk about empowerment, right? It's, it's also taking control of yourself in the sense of, I can do this myself now. I know how to do it myself. I can learn. I don't have to like rely upon somebody else. And I think that's kind of cool too. Yeah, for sure. Like, because, and also because you're doing it yourself, you're doing more research on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, what is this thing I'm really putting on myself? Yeah. Like I just did research on turmeric. It's like, okay, I'm just thinking like turmeric, turmeric. It's like, it's really good. You can, you can just, you know, just put it in your drops of coffee or whatever. But then I'm like you said, I'm doing way more research of like, okay, like how should I be taking turmeric? Um, how much should I be taking? And I think there's so much information out there now that you know you can educate yourself and everything yeah. on it on anything. Yeah, I agree. It's it's We're very exciting stuff. to see how things go. Because is there going to be another spike? Is there going to be a vaccine? Like are we gonna go through another lockdown like oh my so many (laughs) that lockdown was crazy wasn't it yeah it was crazy I live I live in a studio in Manhattan so (laughs) 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 it was crazy yeah I was just talking to another girl and she's like you know I'm single and I'm ready to mingle I'm like okay so how in this pandemic are you gonna you know meet anybody she's like I guess on a dating app, like, you know, this is how it is. I mean, so when you were dating and you said like, oh, I've gone on a few dates, are you using a dating app? Yeah, so I did, I used the dating app and um, he's the only person I met on it. Like we went on our first date and I was very pleasantly surprised. And I want to say it's because (laughs) I've been doing a lot of inner work. So I think maybe that makes me attract someone that's more suitable with my I don't know frequency and stuff like we weren't having conversations where it was like small talk it was like about your thoughts on life just like questions that I think would probably scare most men off right right yeah I guess yeah yeah I can see that I mean it but I guess it's during these times it's just time to get deeper right like less yeah like and it's really like, what's the point? Because there's so many things that have come up now. Like you have the pandemic, you have like protests, like it's really an opportunity to find out who this person is right. And where it, they, where their thoughts are and where their mindset is. Right? Exactly. Before you wouldn't ask, what are your political views really? But now I know that that's important to me that, you know, we, like I faced racism for the, first time in New York City because of the pandemic. You're kidding. 
Yeah, like I was sitting, uh, it was when outdoor dining happened, I was out having lunch. There was this lady who was sitting on the table, she just like flipped her finger at me. And I think I was so shocked. I like didn't know how to process it. And I kind of like looked back, I was like, was that directed at me? Yeah, I was like, because I don't know you, like, why would you do that? And then she put her mask on. And she just like looked at me really angry. I like I didn't even I um, didn't react because I was just in shock. So it's important for me to date someone that has diversity in their circle. So yeah, now, that is something I never really like even really thought about before. Right. It's it's weird, right? Because of the situation and circumstances, it's like it makes you go deeper and not just exactly. like oh, person's good looking or I think this person's funny but yeah in order for us to last like we have to know that we're on the same page right we don't have to always agree but we have to our core values and beliefs have to align yeah exactly core values are very important for sure and like your non-negotiables as a person right have you figured yeah. that out now I'm, I'm still figuring it out like there are a few, there are a few things I look for in a partner. I've worked through it with my therapist. <laughs> so you're like, we have to start dating smart. <laughs> yeah. I love it. We have to start dating smart. I mean, yeah, before it was just, um, yeah, that guy's super cute or, you know, he's really funny or he's really nice. But then it's like, wow, like, you know, all of his friends are homogenous. It's just like, there's no diversity there. And so, you know, his outlook might be kind of different than, than mine. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been in that situation where, where it's like, okay, then it's like, you're educating this person. So it's like, yeah, I guess, yeah. Like these times it just causes you to like go a little bit deeper because yeah. And I guess you have the time, right? Because you can't really like, Hey, let's go grab a coffee. Let's do this. Let's do that. Because it's like, Hmm, have you been out without a mask? Have you yeah, been? If you ask, exactly. You have to ask if they're responsible in what they do as well. Right. You don't want, <laughs> cause I mean, it's like, you don't want him to be. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to say this. I'm going to cut it out. I'm going to cut this part out. But it's like before it was like, you know, do you have an STD and do you wear a condom? And now it's like, have you been COVID tested? And do you wear a mask? Yeah, exactly. Like where, who, how many people do you interact with on like a weekly basis? Like I need to know. It's even like how many people have you slept with? It's how many people have you interacted with? Without are you part exactly. of the exactly no I'm like for real though so it kind of takes things to like a more serious level quicker <laughs> In, I mean you have to date someone that is responsible I think where do you think you see yourself in 10 years I actually last night before bed, I like wrote a manifestation thing because I was reading my manifest now book. Great book. Um, in 10 years, I would be hopefully I have like a family. That's very important for me. Um, and 
hopefully I'm still doing what I love to do and yeah surrounded by great people I think those are honestly the things that are most important to me like I I I think this job is going to constantly evolve and I'm going to evolve with it. Like I think 10 years ago, we wouldn't be able to tell that, you know, being a content creator is a job. So I think it's so hard to tell, but hopefully I'm evolving with my job. I'm loving, loving what I'm doing. I have a beautiful family and I'm still surrounded by great friends and we all have the COVID vaccine. (laughs) (laughs) And we can all go out again. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Um, I loved spending this time with you. I mean, literally, it's like talking to a good friend. I mean, you're so personable and beautiful inside and out. Thank you. I'll remind everybody that they can follow you at Pretty Frowns on Instagram. And we'll be posting this on our Naya um, Beauty app Instagram feed. All right. Yeah, so- it was so lovely chatting to you. I can just tell you're such that you radiate good energy. Like, this app is going to kill it. Oh my God, thank you. From your mouth to God's ears, right? Um, okay. <laughs> I think this beauty app is, it's like, in, it's, it aligns with the interview, like doing things yourself and right. yeah, super excited for it. Hi guys. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Isabel today. I want to send a special thanks to Isabel for joining me on Naya Beauty Unfiltered and sharing her story. I hope you all enjoyed this as much as we did. Make sure you check out our video version on our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram at Naya Beauty App to stay updated on our next Naya Unfiltered guest. Thanks.